One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerkier video. Today we've got a lot of hard-hitting stories, and our first story of the day is from throwaway 9757657. Am I the jerk for my reaction when I learned that my fiancé returned my wedding dress and replaced it with the one his mom picked for me? My fiancé, male 33, and I, female 28, are getting married in December. His mom is the intrusive type, but she's nice overall and we somewhat get along. I hate to admit that wedding planning has been an absolute nightmare. His mom wasn't willing to agree on most things. And my fiancé said that since he's her only son, I should respect and appreciate this vision she has for the wedding and how it should be. She insisted to come along for wedding dress shopping. I took her with me and my mom and friends. I was so lucky to have found what I was looking for, but she picked a dress that she liked so much and said that she always pictured her son's bride in it. Mom and friends thought this line was creepy. I thought the dress was somewhat creepy and totally not my type. I apologized and thanked her for her vision, but told her that I'd already decided on a dress that I'd envisioned myself wearing at my wedding. She got all pissy because of it apparently, then must have told my fiancé because he came home the evening ranting about how I made his mom upset and turned down her help in choosing the wedding dress and excluded her from the process. I asked, what process? Duh, it's just a wedding dress. My wedding dress. So I really didn't get how she should get a say at all. He got upset and said that this attitude of mine isn't working on him or his mom. He said that I should consider the dress his mom wanted me to buy, especially knowing that both dresses weren't that much different anyway, like she said. But I told him, yes, they were different. Like, so much different. Anyways, we argued about it and then we dropped it. Yesterday, I came home and found out that he'd returned my wedding dress and replaced it with the one his mom wanted. I called him and he was straightforward about what he did and why he did it. I lost it and started screaming at him. He asked me to calm down and really give this dress a chance. I refused to even listen. I screamed at him without giving him a chance to speak. He got home and we had an argument. I then went to stay with one of my friends and he kept calling and calling and then texting that I overreacted and that it's his wedding too so it wasn't cool how I screamed at him. He insisted I give this dress a chance. He went on and on about how his mom has a vision and good intentions and just wants what's best for me as her future daughter-in-law. Mom is livid and has been wanting to go scream at him and his mom but my dad said that it isn't worth ruining my relationship with my in-laws. He suggested I wisen up and go with the flow, but is it too much for me to be able to pick my own wedding dress without being guilted about it just to keep the peace? Am I the jerk for my reaction? Did anybody else get particularly stunlocked at the part where they say, Oh, my mom just wants what's best for you, when the whole thing is just about liking a certain wedding dress more than another? 
It's not like OP's trying to walk up the aisle in their birthday suit wearing that wedding dress versus what wedding dress OP chose. Has nothing to do with what's best for them. Also, would you guys agree when I say if you're arguing that you want what's best for OP, what is best for OP is what makes them the most happy, which is the wedding dress they chose? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Boss PPMMBB. Am I the jerk for moving my money to a different account after my stepmother threatened me with taking them from me? 15 year old female here. Stepmother and I obviously don't get along. She's been my stepmother for a year and a half. The money that I have was in a joint account, me and my dad, but stepmother had access to the debit card and pin number. I earned this money myself selling handcrafted items. I broke curfew a few days ago, and she suggested that she's considering whether to take 20% of my money out of the account as a fine for punishment, and every time this happens, she'll take 20% more until nothing is left. I was very upset about her threat, and decided that I should move my money before she takes it away. I logged in online and transferred all of it to my big brother's account that night, and the next day we went to open a joint bank account with my brother, and we moved the money there so she doesn't have access to it anymore. So upon learning what happened, my dad and stepmom are furious at me and my brother. Stepmom is focused on the fact that I've taken away her means of punishment and my dad is upset that I didn't trust him enough to protect my money. He insists that he wouldn't have allowed it. Stepmom has banned me from seeing my brother. It's meaningless, I don't accept her authority to do this. And my dad says he's hurt that I didn't trust him and as a result he doesn't trust me anymore. Am I the jerk for moving the money? I personally feel like if you are ever in a situation where you have savings and you are afraid somebody is going to touch, spend, take, steal any of those things without your consent, you have every right to do whatever you can to protect your assets. Also, it kind of scares me for OP that their stepmother would make a suggestion like this because let's be real, historically there's been a lot of bad step-parents. And maybe this could be one of those situations where you give them an inch and they're going to start taking a mile. They take 20% of the money out of your account as a fine for punishment. Next thing you know, you're accidentally shutting a door too loud. So that's another five, ten dollars there. Next thing you know, stepmom seeing some nice jewelry or a handbag and they're like, well, maybe I can find something to punish OP with and justify taking their money. It's bona fide stealing. Our next story is from Violet Pilot 97. Am I the jerk for refusing to share my food with this one specific colleague? I, 25-year-old female, work at a media house. The colleague in question is 29-year-old female. Let's call her Amy. A few days back, one of our bosses called for McDonald's for the whole office. Since most of our colleagues are vegetarians, there was relatively lesser non-vegetarian options. Amy decided to take all the chicken nuggets, there were like three sets of nine pieces each, and eat them at her desk. I think she also kept a few in her bag. Anyway, so while I'm passing by, I ask if I can take one. She refuses point blank. Legit screams out no and takes the pack away. Same with a bunch of other colleagues who asked. Then we realize she's taken all of them because there were none left in the pantry. It was infuriating to see a grown woman behave this way. Earlier today, I decided to order in from this nearby Chinese place. There were fewer of us in the office today, so I asked everyone except Amy if they wanted anything. We all contributed and ended up ordering a big lunch for ourselves. Food comes, we sit around a table to eat, Amy notices and comes around making small talk. As soon as she reaches for a plate and tries to serve, I tell her she can't have the food as we all ordered it for ourselves. 
Amy looks at me in disbelief. I shrug. Amy slams the plate back on the table and storms off. She ate alone later and didn't say much to anyone the whole day. My colleagues are split about this. Half of them say she had it coming. The other claim I was a little too harsh to exclude and embarrass her. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk here because, honestly, if your boss orders McDonald's for the whole office and somebody goes and takes every single one of one type of item, somebody builds up the strength to ask if they will share any of that and they say no, that's just like clear awful etiquette, right? I don't think OP's the jerk for letting Amy feel how everybody else felt that might have wanted some chicken nuggets, let alone the fact that the meal wasn't anything you were ever sharing anyways. You paid for your own meals. Our next story is from No Comfort 670 Am I the jerk for talking to my mother-in-law like a kid when she touched my belly? My husband and I were expecting our first baby. Yay! We've had some ups and downs with his parents because they don't understand boundaries, but overall it's been really good. For some context, I, 24-year-old female, come from an abusive home and I can't stand being touched. Before getting pregnant, this wasn't a problem with my in-laws, but now that I'm carrying a baby, it's been awful with my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law because they think they can touch my belly whenever they want to. Both my husband and I have talked to them and said that while I would rather they don't touch me at all, I can understand this is a big thing as a family, so I would simply like being asked instead of just feeling a hand at random times, but they rarely do it, so I just move when they touch me. Now onto the subject, a week ago my best friend threw me a baby shower, and I invited my in-laws and since I don't have any blood family left, we let them invite 10 more people, which included aunts, cousins, and my husband's grandparents. It was an overall lovely moment, but at one time, I was sitting eating cake while my mother-in-law talked with my father-in-law's sister, and while telling her something about the baby, she put her hand on my belly and, I don't know, I just didn't like it. So I took her hand, removed it, and said, No, no, you know I've told you not to touch without asking first. You know how to ask, don't you? It's easy, with the most condescending voice I had. Both my mother-in-law and father-in-law's sister looked at me shocked, and then my father-in-law's sister laughed, but my mother-in-law got red in the face. When it was done, my mother-in-law approached me and said that what I did wasn't nice, and she just slipped. So I didn't have to treat her like a kid. I just smiled and said that her touching me, after being asked a million times not to, was a kid behavior, and I just called her out on that. She left very sad, and when we got home, my father-in-law called my husband and said he would love for both of us to apologize to each other. But I said no, so he called me a jerk. You are not a jerk for telling somebody off for invading your personal space. In 2022, you cannot be a jerk for telling somebody off for feeling up on your baby without ever asking you. Mother, mother mother-in-law, even your fiancé. You need consent. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Parfaven9991. Would I be the jerk if I outed a guy and revealed his medical information? My brother's telling everyone that he's autistic when he's not. I know for a fact that he isn't, he's been evaluated by a medical professional very thoroughly. And he's not even mildly autistic, he just sucks at social skills. He's also been seeing a therapist for that. He has a lot of problematic behavior. A lot of it's just creepy behavior. Recently whenever someone, usually a girl, calls him out for being creepy, he just tells everyone that he's autistic. 
I feel like if he keeps doing this, then it'll just become some sort of weird crutch for him because he'll just never work on himself and improve. Not to mention, I feel like it's harmless as well to perpetuate an image of autistic people as creepy jerks. I've talked to him about it privately, but he's told me that he hates therapy and it's not working for him. It took us months to convince him to go and he's only gone to three sessions. Of course it's not going to work so soon, he needs to give it time. He's also said that he's not going to stop saying that he's autistic because it feels like it gives him an out. He's even claimed that autistic people have it easy because they don't face consequences for their behavior, which I know to be very untrue. I've noticed that since he started claiming he was, he's also stopped apologizing for poor behavior. He stopped trying to change. Lately now, when people still call him out, despite his claims, he goes on to say that they're ableist, just because they won't accept creepy behavior. He's also been super resistant to going to more therapy. While I know that in most circumstances, medical information should not be revealed by anyone but the person it belongs to, I feel like if I outed him and told everyone that he's not actually autistic, it's closer to me correcting a lie instead. But I know that if I do this, then he'll face even more social pressure and it'll really damage his social life. Would I be the jerk for telling everyone that he's not autistic, even though he claims to be? I think OP's not the jerk if they do, and... It's because I personally see it sort of in this way. When you know the true context of the situation and that they're faking this, and they're using that as an out for their predatory or creepy behavior, especially against girls, by not clarifying for anybody that might be affected by him, in a way I think you're actually protecting him and also enabling them to continue doing that. Our next story is from Ivory Coffee. Am I the jerk for saying I'd call the police if a family heirloom wasn't returned to my adopted daughter? I, 28-year-old female, met my husband ex, 30-year-old male, 10 years ago. At the time, he was a single dad to a 6-month-old baby girl Lily, 11-year-old female now. I worked at the bakery he'd stop at every Saturday before their walk. And eventually we started going out. We got married 6 years ago and I legally adopted Lily soon after that. In my family, it's a tradition that the oldest daughter gets gifted an old sapphire ring on her 11th birthday. The ring belonged to my grandmother, who gave it to my aunt, who gave it to me because all of my cousins are male. Lily's 11th birthday was a few months ago, and I gave the ring to her because she's my oldest daughter. She loves that ring more than anything. She put it on a chain to wear around her neck so that she could keep better track of it, and in the months that she's had it, I've never seen her take it off. My sister Mia, 24-year-old female, is one of Lily's favorite people. Lily really loves her aunt, and sometimes Mia will just text me to let me and X know that she's picking Lily up from school to go eat or go to the bookstore or something like that. The other day, I got one of those texts from Mia, so I just told her to be safe, have fun, and make sure my daughter came home at a decent time because it was a school night. Lily got home about an hour after we had dinner, and she barely said hello to her dad or me before she went up to her room. I thought that maybe she was just tired, so he and I didn't immediately ask her what's going on. But later that night, I went to go check on her because I wanted to be sure. When I walked into her room, I saw that she had been crying. I asked her what was wrong and it took a minute, but she eventually told me that Mia took the ring from her because it's a family heirloom that's supposed to go to the actual oldest daughter. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And because I adopted her, that means she isn't really family. The only reason I didn't go to Mia's apartment that night to get it back was because I spent the rest of the evening reassuring Lily that she is my family and that she's 100% my actual oldest daughter, no matter what our DNA is or what anyone else says. I left Mia a voicemail the next morning, telling her to return the ring before I drive over there and get it myself. She texted saying she would only give it to me if I had a daughter before she did. But until then, she'd keep it safe to make sure I didn't give it back to the wrong person. So then I told her that if she didn't return the ring by 2pm that day, I would be calling the police and reporting it stolen. She started texting like crazy, saying I was being ridiculous and doing too much. Our mom is in on it now too, and she thinks saying that I'd contact the police was taking it too far, and that Mia was only trying to keep to the family tradition. I think OP's not the jerk and I think the whole thing here is bullcrap from Mia. 100% Lily is OP's daughter. Whether they're blood related or not, they adopted them and they are legitimately their daughter. It's such a weird, sad state of mind for Mia to be stuck on that. Oh, they have to be blood related, they're not a true heiress to the old sapphire family ring. Too bad Lily really likes it, otherwise you might as well go and take it and melt that thing down just to really stick it to them. How's that for your actual daughter tradition? Our next story is from Manny37. I have a condition called impacted earwax caused by swimmer's ear. For some reason, my whole life, it's come back and me having ears really sucks. Essentially, I have way too much earwax. I need to clean out my ears daily just so they aren't in pain. They're still uncomfortable, unfortunately. Well, my older brother Sebastian has a fiance, Tina, and they live in a room in our house that my mom rents to them. The other day, I guess Tina realized just how much I clean out my ears and said, You really shouldn't have to clean them out that much. I feel like you're probably over-exaggerating a little just for attention. I told her I wasn't and she said, Okay, well, I guess that your poor little ears are reason enough to waste money on Q-tips so often. I know it was petty, but I said, Okay, I'm gonna go for two weeks without cleaning my ears. And every day... You have to take a picture of the inside of each and see what happens. And so her pact with the devil was made. We didn't make it past five days before she said, Okay, you made your point, you jerk. My ears were leaking onto my shirt by that point, and the inside of my ears were on fire because the eardrops I'm supposed to use were just sitting in a puddle of wax in my ears not doing their job. I thought it was funny, if not a little painful. But my brother and Tina thought it was petty and gross and now they just call me the waxy, grubby creep. My mom said I did nothing wrong aside from just being generally obnoxious. 
but Sebastian and Tina made it into a whole thing and took it way too seriously. Am I the jerk? Ain't nothing wrong with proving some people wrong when you know you're right. I think Opie's not the jerk here, although I do agree it was pretty darn gross. Honestly, if anything, I'm impressed that they agree to take pictures of the inside of your ears, cause I wouldn't do that. This next story is from Philosopher Grand 2864 Am I the jerk for not giving my classmate rides anymore? I, 22-year-old female, am a dental assistant student. I live in a big city with a lot of traffic. There's only six of us total in my class. My classmate G, 23-year-old female, was always Ubering to class, which was costing about $45 to and from just to get home and to school. I offered her the option of carpooling and she can just pay me gas for the rides. She agreed. At first, G was really nice and pretty talkative. I'm pretty quiet myself, so I thought nothing of it. She always made her life seem so busy and grand that she made money and took care of her family. As time progressed, I began to notice the lying. I come from a messy background, so money means nothing to me. I'm not rich or poor, but I couldn't care less about someone's financial situations. Another one of my classmates informed me that she lives nearby my house and asked if I could also take her to school. She would pay me gas money, of course, so I agreed and I'd carpool with these two girls. G began to lie again and say she got an American Idol because her mom forced her and then said she was on The Voice Mexico at age 6. She's only a year older than me, so I did the math, and in 2005 she would have been 6. The Voice Mexico came out in 2011. I thought maybe she's got something that makes her lie about everything and shrugged it off. We all began to notice how perfect her grades online were, but she had no knowledge of dental assisting in class. She admitted to cheating on big exams on the computer. We all got kind of mad at that. We're all busting butts to pass our classes and she's just cheating her way through. We began to have class twice a week, so I asked her for an extra 10 bucks from each of them for the week and they agreed. G began to ask more often when I would get a new car and how embarrassing it was having to ride with someone in a crappy car, so I began to ignore her messages and not pick her up anymore. I was over it. She began to give me dirty looks and then blew up my phone on the weekends while I was at work. I began to notice in our schoolwork online, she began to copy and paste my exact words into her own posts for the assignment. She would steal my responses to my other classmates and pass them off as her own. I confronted her about this and she plays dumb, telling everyone I was accusing her of cheating. Luckily my classmates compiled screenshots of this and we reported her. Nothing was ever done and she never knew about the report. My classmate says she feels bad about her having to Uber to class but I don't feel bad. Last week she announced to the class that she had to take the bus to school but my classmate said she saw her get out of an Uber. I think she was saying it to manipulate me or something. I don't know anymore. Am I the jerk? I don't think Opie's the jerk here. Nobody wants to have to be around and deal with a liar like that, especially one that's going to lie to try and manipulate you into feeling bad for them or giving them some extra concessions. And them going and trying to copy off you and steal your work is, if anything, just like cementing that you make the right choice by not giving them rights. This next story is from Spoil Girl Throwaway. Am I the jerk for turning my friend's daughter against her family? I'm 38-year-old female and have a daughter V, 13. I have a close friend Charlie, who has a daughter Amanda, also 13, with his wife Olivia. I've known Charlie for nearly 20 years, since before he was with Olivia, and while she and I have never been close, I thought we had a deep, abiding respect and warmth for one another. 
Our kids are very close, and Charlie and his family often visit us at our homes, and when we're near where they live, we see them. At the beginning of the summer, Charlie, Olivia, and Amanda, along with their other two sons, came to stay with my family. They were there for two weeks, but when it was time to go, both V and Amanda pleaded for Amanda to be allowed to extend her stay. My husband and I were fine with this, as was Charlie, but Olivia wasn't keen. Eventually, she was convinced by Charlie and Amanda stayed with us until about a week before school started again. Since then, Charlie's mentioned a couple of times that Amanda's asked for different kinds of foods that she's tried while with us, and that she's asked for a couple of expensive items. She even asked if she could try horse riding, and Charlie's joked several times about me corrupting her, but it was definitely a joke. Two days ago, I received several walls of text from Olivia. She said that since staying with us, Amanda has become divorced from reality. Olivia says Amanda now wants things they can't afford, won't help around the house, and complains about everything from their cars to their clothes. She said that I must have spoiled Amanda by giving her expensive gifts. I bought her one designer item as a souvenir on a day trip we took, as I was getting one for V and it seemed unfair for Amanda to get nothing, and encouraged a superficial lifestyle. She also said Amanda has asked to join a gym and be taken to a dermatologist and accused me of making Amanda insecure, which I absolutely did not. V had seen a dermatologist and probably mentioned it to Amanda, but I doubt it was in a nasty way. Finally, she said that I completely alienated Amanda from their family, as nothing they do seems to be good enough now, and she keeps saying that she misses being with our family and wishes she'd been born V's sister. Apparently Amanda said she wants to come back to ours for her school's half-term break, and that I invited her, which I did in passing, if it was okay with her parents. Olivia said, as a mother, I should have known better than to spoil a child that's not mine, and that it must have been my intention to turn her against us. I was hurt by what she said and told Charlie. He says she's overreacting, because most of what Amanda's been saying has been directed at her mother, and Olivia is just at her wit's end. He said he'll talk to her and that I shouldn't worry, but I'm beginning to wonder if I've done something wrong. A friend of mine said she understands why Olivia would feel slighted, even if she overreacted. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk. If OP is a super awesome host and has shown Amanda a lot of things that Amanda maybe wants in the future or has enjoyed, that's not OP's fault. OP's not corrupting them. And also, let's point out the obvious here, Amanda is 13 years old, they're growing up and honestly being like a lot of teenagers are. You know, if this is a situation where Olivia and her family are just, you know, their lifestyle can't compare to OP's lifestyle, it's not OP's fault for indulging Amanda in OP's lifestyle. OP doesn't have to artificially simulate a different lifestyle than the one they lead just so Amanda doesn't get any preconceptions on what life should be. And our final story of the day is from Jealous Sister is Sad. Am I the jerk for telling my sister it's creepy to be jealous of me and pretend her doll is her child? I'm 34-year-old female. My sister, 31-year-old female, has always been jealous of me. It's put a lot of strain on our family over the years, especially because she tries to displace her feelings elsewhere. For context, I met my husband in college and we were married nine years ago. He's always been able to support our family of six to four kids between seven years old and 18 months. 
and I've been able to devote myself to my family entirely as a stay-at-home mom. I not only take care of the family, but also go to PTA meetings and am involved in the school community as well. My sister, meanwhile, has none of this. She claims she doesn't want kids and has never been able to make a relationship work. She was in graduate school for a while, but claimed that it made her miserable, so she dropped out, without even finishing a degree. She always says that she's focusing on her career, but what career? She has a job in an industry known for not making any money. Granted, she has a high-level position within her organization, but again, no matter how high she goes, she's never going to make a lot of money. She's also been living with a male co-worker for a few years now. Even though they're not romantically involved, she says she isn't interested in a romantic relationship with him or anyone else, and that he feels the same way. Recently, she came to visit. She was telling my husband and I and our parents about a conference that she went to recently and was excited because everyone there seemed to already know who she was. She had recently gotten a promotion. She started going on about it right after I shared how great my kids were doing in school, and it honestly felt very defensive, like she was trying to justify her lifestyle because my family was doing so well. It made me a little annoyed, but mostly sad for her. That night, I caught her video chatting with her coworker slash roommate. She has a stuffed dog that he gave her for Christmas named Harold, and she was talking to her coworker as if Harold was an actual baby. Good night, roommate. I love you. I miss snuggling with you. While making the dog's paw wave, I was completely creeped out. It is not healthy to think of a stuffed animal as your own child, let alone talk to it like one. I confronted her. She tried to laugh it off and said it was just a silly thing she does with her roommate and refused to acknowledge the deeper issues there. I got frustrated and told her that it was creepy to be jealous enough to pretend a stuffed animal was her child and that if she had wanted to be a mother, then she should have made that happen for herself years ago instead of ruining her chances at happiness by focusing on a job. She laughed at me in the moment and said, why would I be jealous of you? Later, my husband told me he thought he heard her crying in the bathroom. Am I the jerk for trying to give my sister a much-needed reality check? I feel like she needed to hear that if she ever wants to have a real family, and not just a literal toy that she pretends is a baby. I think OP is pretty clearly the jerk here. My question is, was there anything to suggest that she was doing this as a compensation method for not having a baby? My second question is, is this lady hurting anyone by putting a cutesy voice to a stuffed animal? And also, I'd like to say that I've heard stories of lots of people who have had a stuffed animal, whether it was something they got at 5 years old or 25 years old, that they found as a source of comfort, that they cherish, and honestly, you know, roommate, there probably is something going on there, but it's a gift from them. That stuffed animal was from Harold to OP's sister, so why is it wrong for them to have a cutesy little thing with Harold the stuffed animal? OP, like, turned this into some, like, weird personal attack against her sister for literally, like, no reason. And honestly, God forbid, OP tries to make their sister self-conscious about having that cutesy moment with their roommate slash maybe something more than a roommate. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. 
That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.